Hello, this is Dodge Illuminati. <laughs> I just took a sip of pop before I tried to say that really quick. This is the Illuminati. This is Joanna Morrow. And I am here to give you the show my opinion about um, being a ditz. Um, because I wanted to have um, children. Or I'm not going to be hard on myself. I'm not going to accept that. I wasn't a ditz. Let me just tell you like how this went down. So I have five children. And um, I love my children. They're very nice and strong and healthy. My um, youngest is 15 months old. Um, tomorrow, um, his, his 15 month old birthday is, did I, did I say that right? Tomorrow is his 15 month birthday. And, um, I just wanted to say like recently I've been thinking about like my programming, like how I was raised and I feel like I was almost preened for this um because like my whole attitude was about freedom and I can do whatever I want to do because I'm not bothering anyone or I'm not doing anything like illegal and so like I've always had insurance in Minnesota I never had to pay too much. Um, there's a point where I did have a spin down, um, or at least there's a spin down on my um, common law's husband account at one point. Um, you know, I've had dentist bills, I've had medical bills and stuff like that that I've paid, but for the most part, like for me, it's easy to get insurance. Um, Ooh, I'm, getting, I'm getting a flashback of um, Baby Now's father not having insurance and they didn't want to take him to the hospital and he, he died. Um, I'm just thinking how easy it is to get insurance. Like if he would have talked to me a little more, maybe, you know, that would have rubbed off on him because it's just really easy to get insurance um, here. Like that is something I can say. Like it. I feel pretty good about the insurance system here. Um, and being seen at a doctor, like even like if I needed to go in an ambulance, which I'm not saying that I do or ever will need to again for my kids, but I'm just saying like the bill would be two to $3,000 just to ride in an ambulance. And like I could get insurance and it would go, it would be a plan that would go like retro, like pick up 90 days before, you know. So I, I just have confidence in the insurance. I think that's a big part of me having kids. Um, because like, you know, I could get it. I don't want to say paid for and just make it seem like, oh, I'm having kids because it's paid for by the state. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying like, I don't have any worries about like, I didn't, that wasn't a worry of mine. Like if I get pregnant, like, because I have insurance to do the prenatal and, and all of that. So that said, um, 
I never like felt I couldn't do like what I wanted to do. Like my mother only had me, um, when she was 20 and she said, that's enough. She got her tubes tied. She had no more children. Um, my mom left the state where my dad and grandma and family was, which was Omaha and moved to Minnesota when I was three. And so I didn't have that side of the family. Um, also on my dad's side of the family, it is a saying that the women do not have anything less than four children. And that was influential to me. Also, my grandmother, who was who deceased, she was the matriarch of my family, um, of, you know, over my mother and um, aunts and uncle. Everyone looked up to her. She took care of everything. She was big mama. Um, she was, you know, literally three, four hundred pounds, big mama. Um, and she was my air quote dad because my dad wasn't there. So they would say, um, your mom and grandma are your dad. And she had five children. So I also thought about that when I was having my fifth children, I felt like having five children would make me like the matriarch in the family, you know, um, and I was thinking into the future, like how every, when, when everyone gets older, like how my grandma had the five children and they all have lives and they're living pretty well and they're pretty smart. Um, yeah, I was thinking about that. Um, when I had my lawyers who are my three middle children by Manuel lawyer, um, it just happened. Um, I was at a point where I believed in some Catholic teaching about not using protection and not getting an abortion. Um, and I don't know how that really like, like as a whole worked out because, you know, Catholics believe in marriage and no sex before marriage. But anyway, I was on the section of, I was on the part of Catholicism that didn't believe in abortions and um, like maybe protection, but I don't even remember like if protection was like in there. Um, and I just had my children, like I love them so much. And of course the fathers of all of my children, um, once I got pregnant, Luckily, I had baby's fathers who didn't tell me to have an abortion. I didn't have that stress. But they told me, like, everything is going to work out. And I believed it. Now, I've had time to think about this. And I want to say something about marriage. Um, I think marriage is good. And it would have made things a lot different because... If I was married and got pregnant, there would be legal steps involved financially for me, like something legal set up. Like if that happened, like there's no way a man could really, or I, I don't know like how it works when you're married, but there would be like, it would be harder for a man to escape the responsibility financially. I'm thinking of it financially. I know like the emotional and 
you know, everything pleasant that comes with marriage. Like I know that, but he wouldn't be able to just easily escape the financial piece of me and the child. And that's where I see marriage is good. And I've known marriage, um, to be like, um, a, a financial agreement like that brings wealth into situations. So I really kind of miss that because like my baby's fathers would have had to do something like help me with rent, help us get a house, help us get a vehicle, bring money into the home. Like it would have, it would have had to happen like something like that. Otherwise I could, you know, do something legal about it, I guess. Um, but growing up, um, I was an only child. Um, I didn't have many cousins. I had a cousin, a boy named Paris, um, a cousin named Junior, another boy. I had, a, have a, well, I have them. They're alive. A cousin named Brianna, um, but we weren't close. And yeah, it was, it was kind of a very small family. And we weren't really close. But yeah, I didn't have anybody to grow up with. I was an only child. My father has other children. And I didn't speak with my father or those children. Like I was into my teens when I realized that I had um, other siblings. Or at least around preteen or teens. Um, so that drove the wanting of having siblings. And I said that when I have kids, I don't want to just to have one child because I don't want them to be alone. And so I said that I wanted children. And even in school, in college, when I just had one, Lanaya, I said that I wanted a total of seven kids because seven was the number of completion. That's just how I thought. Don't judge me. It's different now. I'm, I'm great with my five, you know? Um, but yeah, like I didn't, I didn't think like pessimistic, you know, I thought very optimistic. I thought like, I'm a good person. I can be patient. I won't curse around the children. Having children will be fun. Um, I like feeding my children. Like I just thought of all the good stuff like every single time that I got pregnant. Like I just thought about all these good things. Like my kid is going to be cute. My kid is going to be something. We're eventually going to be rich. Like, I didn't think of anything bad. And that just kept me having children. But as you know, there were other people who were jealous and um, wanted to send the evil eye and hurtful things to me and my family and be judgmental. And it ended up in CPS, and that's how my mom has custody because it was more of a money thing. Like, there are different 
ways the court can look at stuff. But the court does look at it from a money perspective. When the case was going on, they're looking like me as a single mother, and yes, um, my lawyer's dad, and even Lanaya's father was in court once. They're looking at it as financially can she take care of the kids? Well, what can we do? We can put them with grandma, but then here's the catch. Grandma is going to get grants for each child to take care of that child. So instead of giving the grants to me, the mother, that would have taken care of all the expenses, I can get a four-bedroom, five-bedroom house with $708 per child. Instead of them doing that, they give it to grandma. So she has custody and she's getting money. Why do they don't do it like that? Of course, there's the mental health piece that was into it, having to, you know, do parenting that wasn't really teaching me parenting, but like how to have an attitude about things. Um, and let me just get in here really quick because I have to say I took a parenting course and it wasn't like it was bad and I didn't learn anything for it, but it didn't teach any like real tactical parenting. It was more like come and meet the community that, you know, represented like who did this to you. Um, your enemies. But it wasn't like, okay, your son is throwing up. What do you do? Okay, you need to make a sleeping schedule, an eating schedule, a walking schedule, a play schedule, a television schedule. What do you do? Okay, you need to mop the floor, but your kid is screaming because he wants attention. What do you do? Okay, your kid is very dependent on you where he wants all of your attention and doesn't want you to do anything but pick him up. What do you do? It taught me none of that. And that is where the topic comes in about being a ditz. Because there really is, if you turn on your TV right now or read an article or you're scrolling down Facebook, Facebook news, all of this stuff about celebrities and you know, this celebrity shaved their hair short. Then you click on it, waste your time, and they don't even show you the picture of the celebrity with the short haircut. So, it's like all this waste of time, but there really is nothing about parenting. And even with CPS, like the classes that I went through, they don't tell you. You need to research this stuff yourself. Like, no one taught me that. Like, how, however many years I've been going through this. And I have to do it. I have to be self-taught. I have to teach myself child psychology and parenting and relationships. No one helped me do that. I had to come to the conclusion. And I, I don't think that's advantageous for everyone. Because I'm telling you, like, I'm a normal person that likes to like not I don't want to stand under a rock like I'll tune into the news and you know I've over news for years I wish I could have all like binge news I wish I could have 
all of that time back um, in my life. But it's not, it wasn't teaching me anything about like the, the topics of raising children and being in harmony and having, you know, house rules and things of that nature. Like it's, it's very, very, very important. And I'm telling you, the parenting courses don't teach that. Like even I went to a parenting, um, situation, a building in St. Paul where they, it was called supervised visitations where they just watch you playing with your kid. Like they're not giving any instruction. They're just like watching you. And I'm like, how can you fail this? You just go and you talk to your kids. You haven't seen them. Like you love them. You just talk to them. And they're like, no, par parents have came here and had like a bottle of vodka on them. And it's just, it's weird. But no one told me that. And that is one of my most valuable processes this entire year was um, getting to, to reading about psychology or an audio book because my brain is still reading and still picking it up. And yeah, like this because it's like, welcome to the real world, bub. Like I had all of my children and none of it worked out and maybe it still can because I have faith but none of it was like how I expected it to be my oldest daughter she felt a certain type of way she didn't want to get corrected she blamed me for everything she was never abused she was never verbally abused I said stuff differently when I had a new boyfriend at the time she didn't feel I should have broke up with her dad and she wasn't really like ever like really emotionally or physically abused there's one time where she wanted to run out the house and take sleeping pills and commit suicide and she was cutting herself and I held her down in a corner and wouldn't let her go and um that was the most abusive and that's all she can remember and you know, she's a good child. I love her. She's turned out well. She's doing great. Um, for what I know, from what I see, like if I'm on YouTube and I see like a little show or something, but that situation didn't work out. She's been estranged for me for a decade, you know, not wanting to talk, text, do anything. My own daughter, who I love my firstborn, who, if we're talking about the micro, the, or the mom gene, <laughs> the fetal micro chimerism. We're talking about that. Like I still have her cells in my body forever in at least, you know, 50 years or for however long, that's a part of me. And, and look at how everything went because people wanted to, to be destructive and threaten people and want to kill people and, you know, separate people and do every like, negative thing possible to to my family to separate us and to isolate me and then I have my three lawyers and look they've been living with my mom my son is 10 I um did something really great this week and got a youth um, suicide prevention certificate 
And I'm very, 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 very happy about that. Um, but even there's issues there. Like my mom doesn't want to get my youngest daughter into um, therapy. And I think she needs it so she can calm down because when she gets upset, like she doesn't know how to calm down. Um, you know, they're all great kids. They're all smart. They're all going to be something like I have that faith, but it didn't work out. Like that's what I wanted. I wanted to have a family and to have that bond because remember I have a small family that wasn't like considerate or contributing or helpful, like through all of this gaslighting, gang stalking stuff, this, um, exploitation, the, um, sexual harassment, the extortion, the ripping off my finances, cutting me off, tying my finances, just destroying the whole mainframe of America and every relationship and everything. And like the name calling, you, you know, we, we know, we know, I don't even want to say the P word, but you know, you already know. And through all of this, you know, they weren't there. And then, so I want to have my own family and have my own relationship. Like when I got with Manny, I thought we were going to be together for a long time. Like he'd even want to marry he married someone else and now they're not together, but I'm not sure if they're like legally divorced. Um, and then with Elliot, when I got pregnant, I was like, immediately, we just need to get married just to, you know, get people out of our business. Um, and then he died unexpectedly. And, um, that's just what I was about. I was just about, this is what I want to do in my life. I'm grown. This is what I want to do because this is making my life worthwhile. Like I'm here to have family and to be loved and to raise loving children that will love me forever and love, 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 love. Like it's just all about love. And then even with baby Niles, like, um, Manny, my lawyer's dad has stepped up a lot to be, um, his air quote stepfather. Um, and you know, it, it's good to have a male figure around because even in my family, it was more like women, like there's one male and my cousins, it, but it was mostly women. Like we joked about it being like an Amazon family. Amazon meaning, you know, there's a tribe that was women, I think, in the Amazon and South America. And yeah. And like, even I joked this last weekend about me being an Amazon um, of a mother because my baby's father's like, you know, with all of the destruction, like they didn't, they weren't able to do anything for their children to financially help. Like even Elliot, he didn't work for a year or more before he died. He's just, you know, waiting for a social security card for a year. Like that's weird. And I didn't have the financial support and that's very, very, very weird. I mean, it really sucks to not have like a dual income and a lot of households are ran by a dual income. And even more than that, if you know, you have living, um, living children that are able to provide for themselves. But 
to do all of this, this, all this entire production, you know, my own branch of the white house, um, air quote, because my mom's house is white. My mom's house is white and running, you know, this, all this, you know, energy through me at all times, like to not have the finances behind that. That's, that's crazy. And it's, I'm just going to say it like that's really bad luck, you know, and my whole situation is I feel like I have everything except that financial piece. And I know that was a big way of haters hitting me. That was the only way. That's the only thing they can do out there. And now they're stealing jobs and, you know, messing up the mainframe more. And I can go on and on and on about it, but I'm not because I talked about that my last show as well. And so, yeah, that's how I felt about having my kids. Like no one could tell me no, like it's my right. Like, but it didn't, it wasn't like everything is, is going to go perfect because like in this world, there's a lot of bad people and there's a lot of bad stuff. And it just happened that way that we just kept getting like hit with stuff and hit with bad behaviors um, and feelings and like I said gaslighting gang stalking like all this bad stuff and people just taking our energy where we couldn't do anything like I haven't made right now if it wasn't for like billions of people taking my energy so yeah, um, I think that's about it. Um, but yeah, like, I don't really feel like a ditz because I have children. It's like, look what happened. I'm in a one bedroom with my, um, with a 15 month old, um, and no partner, like stable, you know, male partner. Um, my kids are in CPS and, um, my oldest daughter is, you know, living her life somewhere without supporting me, without, you know, being able to come over and help with, um, the baby. So you see like how some people could be like, well, that was ditzy. Like you're having all these children, you can't pay for them. And I just want to say like, um, I, hope everything works out for me. Like I'm trying the most. I'm trying to get like educated about everything and be able to take care of them. But no, it did not go as planned. Like everything is hunky dory. And, you know, because of my good heart and good nature, like God is there for me, like always, like it didn't work like that. And so all I can say is I can, um, improve my life, but yeah, it wasn't, I didn't have children just to be a jerk, like to anyone's insurance or a jerk in life. Like I'm just having children because I can open my legs and somebody can, you know, get me pregnant and I'm just, you know, a douche and a bum. Like that's not what I did. Like I just want to have creatures that eat off you know, the tax frame code or, you know, 
you know, I have children to only exist to mooch off the system or that's not like my intentions. Like it didn't, it didn't work like that. I, I didn't have like parasites, um, on the earth. Like I, I thought about it, about like bringing children for love and bonding and nurturing and building my family and building a new generation and like contributing good things in life. Um, so I don't know, like, I, I guess I don't have any more to say about it. Like that is really my thought. Like you can take it and listen to it and run it through philosophy all you want, but that's just how I felt. Um, now with, you know, having had gestational diabetes and that's due to the environment. I mean, everybody was putting me through like insults, calling, calling cokehead, um, and crack, you know, saying stuff about crack because they wanted to ruin my life. That's what I'm saying. Do you guys know how serious this is? Like this, this all happened when I was pregnant, pregnant, like all of my pregnancies, like people were like, attacking me like wanting to break me down and kill me and our and our and my kids and our kids like this isn't I can sit up and talk about it and be lax about it but this is very 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 serious like I didn't live this wonderful like peachy keen life you know like it wasn't you know uh, I kept myself in a good mind frame and, you know, found ways to relax and to take care of myself, to do self-care. Um, but the way that everything was going with you all, and that's to who it applies, like you guys made my life a living hell and you've made my kids life a living hell. And my kids are in foster care or totally severed from my custody because you didn't care if they were vexed. No one cared about that. And now people are, you know, cleaving to children's hospital and, you know, every business talking about, you know, things of my family and my kids and making a living off of it. So why do you think it's hard? You think I'm just stupid? You think I'm just the most powerful person, woman in the world, and I can't find a way to make extra money? Like, I need a car to do some um, delivery jobs? You know, think about it. Think about it. I can be running through your mind all the time and helping you achieve your heaven and your next level and your prism, but then I'm not able to bring in six thousand dollars a month or get my kids out of custody and we live in the same city or see my kids more a week that that's weird that's why I'm saying that and I don't really believe in like with my finances being broke or being low income for the rest of my life I believe that is a situation that people are doing to me I don't like underachieve my level and my abilities my abilities are way more than that way more and I know that for a fact and I know it's because people just kept hitting us every single day every single second with um bad energy and you guys know that because everyone is reading into my life every single second which just sucks 
Like, I want to think regular thoughts. Like, even Manny coming over this weekend, we want to think regular thoughts without people and just get rid of, just evaluate. And, you know, even if it's negative, like, I don't really think that negative, like, but even if it's something negative, like, why can't we get rid of that show? But instead, like, every single thing we think is going out into the world because you guys have, like, done so much witchery and witchcraft, you know, to me and, and to my family. Like, people are just on my connection right now. Like, that's not cool. Like, I don't want to get older and every single thing I think is going out into the world. You're stealing my thoughts. And if you're stealing my thoughts, you're stealing my money. You're stealing my energy. Because like I said, while I'm being oppressed and not able to have to get the money that I need, the $6,000, $7,000 a month, people are taking my thoughts and saying, hmm, I hear what she's saying. I'm going to do that now and do it the same second that I think it. And that's how it works with people with money. And I'm even going to throw in celebrities like that. Like I said, this isn't, this isn't a great situation, you know, for people to be using me to help them control their society. Like I did the show, what is the um, karma of the White House? But they talk about me to control everything because they know I have the ultimate control. Because I got it figured out, that's why. Um, through mental health, whatever, I just, I just got it. I, and I know that. But instead of, like I said, having, you know, any finances or anything attached to psychic abilities, esoteric, there's, there's nothing. But people just steal that energy and they're using my element and my thoughts to control and run stuff, that's called extortion. Because remember, if you guys haven't listened to Dove Illuminati, they said I was paranoid schizophrenia when I reported it to the therapist. People are talking about me. People are gaslighting me. I'm on the bus and everyone's talking about Joanna. Then when I look, they look like, you know, I've offended them and and try to intimidate me. It started way back 10 years ago. But we see that's not true because, well, I'm, I'm not going to get into that. But yeah, do you think, I mean, I'm, I'm saying that like, yeah, I had children through it all, but do you really think it was easy? It wasn't easy. To always have to be the one to have the better behavior. To always have to be the one to have the better thoughts. And I've said this before. Do you think I just don't want to be like a regular person? Like that just goes out. Ooh, let's find someone to blame. Ooh, let's find someone to be snarky about. Ooh, let's find someone to jinx. Ooh, let's find someone to be rude to because they're black. Ooh, let's feel this way because um, I don't like your hair. Ooh, let's say this because I think you should have this brand of shoe on. Just a regular person. But then, guess what? Since it's been some time, I thought about it. Maybe I don't want to be like a regular person. Maybe I want to continue to be Joanna. 
because I don't have time to think like that. My mind is full of things that I want to fulfill in life, things that I want to do. I have a zest and an energy for life. I like learning new things. But I am going to say, like, everything, like, everyone has done to me and being negative and, like, ostracizing me in society and, like, I have to troubleshoot everyone and everyone has, like, this syndrome and, and everyone panics. Like, do you think I really want to go out and I'm just going through a simple, going to do a simple task, like... Okay, I just want to stop at a convenience store. And then I get there and everyone is like panicking because of what they said or they did. Like I'm there to judge. Like I'm just here, dudes. I know what's going on with you guys. I know that something is an enigma and like supernatural and something is going on in you guys' brains that you guys don't pay me for all of the hell or give me a settlement, or allow me to live a normal life, and I'm supposed to be like your slave, and cable off like your thoughts and your wishes, while you're not thinking about how my kids are completely out of law, of my custody estranged, and how I'm going to pay my rent, and how I'm going to pay my bills, because Hennepin County does not pay for my housing. Like, it's all about everyone. And then I got to deal with someone that's panicking and syndromed out. You know, like, I think about the governor, like, when the governor walks out or some politicians, everyone just, like, throwing and spilling their, like, guts to them. Like, but then I think no, because they ride in limousines. <laughs> they don't have to deal with that. That's why they have security. But, like, with me, it's like I'm some person that, Everyone thinks, like, they can just make twitches. Like, every time I move, it's like I have to be nestled. Like, you know, it's like everything is just, like, super reactive. And I'm just, like I said, going to a convenience store. Like, I have other stuff to do on my day. Like, I am pretty busy, like, seriously, just running a household. And I just don't have time to really go out and deal with everyone's drama like I know you guys have talked and you lied and you prostituted me and my children because you thought prostitution was cool which you see it's not and it's wrong and yeah like oh well we did it we screwed up 10 years of your life and now like I have to look in the mirror and see that on my face and I don't want to see that on my face. That's why I'm doing a very good job of having a skincare regimen so I can erase all that. But I'm just saying, like, that's how it is. But, yeah, when I decided to have children, even though, like, all this gang stalking was going on, um, it's because, like, I had to have something for myself. Like, I'm not just going to sit and waste away for 10 years, my good fertile years of having children before the age of 35, before the age of 40, to, like, mess up everything. Like, I could have did that, like, let me listen to everybody, let me fulfill everybody's wishes, and, you know, not just do what they want, but then I'm just like, F that. I'm not going to be that, like, down. Like, as Elliot would say, like, 
you down bad for that. You you know, you out there or you down bad for that. Like, I'm not going to be down bad for that. <laughs> Meaning, like, in bad spirits. Like, just, like, unable to do anything. Like, I'm not going to just, I just wasn't going to do that. Like, I wasn't going to let you all win to, to whoever that applies to. I wasn't going to let, like, you win that much. Like, I'm, I've already stayed in the house, like, the whole time to avoid your mental, like, plague. So, I wasn't going to, like, just be in the house and, you know, not have the ability to have children, like, to find some love, to find some peace, to do something. And then, like, if I would have did that and everything would have calmed down, like, I would be 40, like I am right now, wanting to have kids. And the doctors are saying, like, it's healthier to have them, like, before the age of 35. Like, I just wasn't, I just wasn't going to do that. And, like, even with my three lawyers, like, the their father just went ahead and just, you know, seen something. It was just like, you know, I'm just going to have these three kids. And aren't you glad, like, we had our children, like, there's three of them so they can be together. Like it just, I wasn't really thinking like about anything negative, but to conclude, I want to say, don't be a ditz like with this parenting because there's really not any help out there. Like there's no help. There's no parenting. There's no daycare. That's not a zillion dollars a month. There's no like parenting and grandma and what I'm saying is there is for people, I'm not, I'm just throwing it out there. If it is for you, I'm not trying to jinx or hex or take any, you know, anything from that. If you have the grandma, if you have the daycare, if you have the parenting, if you have it, you, you have it. Okay. But I'm just saying like in my situation and what I believe, like there's none of that. There's none of the family support. There's none of the daycare. There's none of like the extra money. There's none of the maid. There's none of the parenting, like. Just watching the news for all those years, wasting my time was just noise. It's just noise now. Or it'd be some flippant story. Hey, let's talk about insulin. Um, and yeah, let's talk about something that, and bring up Joanna, like, from age 10. Like, oh, okay, I get the ghetto story. It must be because I'm black. And learning about insulin, I went to, um, went to a, a diabetic education event. I'm not saying that insulin is ghetto. I'm just saying like all the stories in the news and your name drop me about insulin because I'm trying to avoid type 2 diabetes and um, because I had gestational diabetes, which makes a person more susceptible. And yes, you could be susceptible for 50 years after you had gestational diabetes. Like it's a serious thing. It's a serious, serious thing environmentally. Like if I wasn't going through all of that stress, I probably wouldn't have got it this time. I didn't have gestational diabetes with my other children. So it's, it's very important. But yeah, I'm just saying like you have to think about everything. You know, you have to think about your community, your people, what you're going through, your environment, especially the financial environment. Like if you have a car, how to, you know, get up in the morning, drop the kid off at daycare, um, go to work, you know, go to lunch, have to buy, pay for that, 
Um, then if the kid gets sick in daycare, you have to pick them up. You have to take time off work. You have to make adjustments, blah, 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 blah. Just goes on and on and on. Like, you really have to think about that. And, like, when people say, like, motherhood, you're, like, bomb ASS. <laughs> like, it is, you are so, like, fantastic. You're super mom. Like, you're the best. I can say that that is true. Because I am telling you. I am here with my child that I love and I don't want it anyway right now. I'm glad I'm here to help him um, because our bond is very strong, but it is work. Like just doing things like there's a list of providers I wanted to get through because I, I want my daughter to have therapy when she's over here on Saturday and I was going through that list and I'll get through the list I'm like I'm gonna do this all right now I'm just gonna you know the driver in me that wants to get it done the business but my son is like no I want a bottle right now and I want to lay in your arms and I want to drink it and I want it warm you know and like I'll put him in his chair and he eats and He'll make a mess and he'll throw up and then he has to get washed up. Like all of that happens. It's a, it's a lot of work. And that's what I'm saying when women are saying like, you're the best mom in the world because, you know, motherhood is a hard job. I'm telling you, it is. It's not just, oh, I'm just going to kick out these babies and everything is going to work perfectly. It's not like that. Because I have had children that talk back. I have had children where I am explaining to them perfectly the benefit and the reward, um, and this is what I want you to do, and they will hear all of that and say, still, but this is how I feel. Like, I, I have some big, like, talkback kids, and it's getting better. I mean, I have to deal with it, but it's like, you know, even like being with my mom for so long, like, they're brainwashed. I mean, it's just a lot to deal with. It's a lot to deal with. And, and why? It's because people decided they wanted to plague the earth. And, well, I was going to say plague my life. But they plagued the earth, trying to plague my life. Like, that's what I'm saying. You guys think I'm not strong. I'm very strong to be here through all that for, you know, decade coronavirus and stuff. Like, I'm very strong. But like I said, if I'm not making six, $7,000 a month, you got to ask yourself why. And that's all, that's the only thing that they could really continuously get through to God. It's like, we don't want you to, like, and of course, you guys have heard, I don't have to explain everything, but you know that these celebrities be attacking me as well. And it's not cool. I'm not saying they're all like. I'm just saying like they think they're the arch demons over stuff. Like, oh, I'm the arch demon of making, um, um, Nora and Niles not, you know, get along. Spinal. Oh, when you call this number, it's to wake up. It's all set up to wake up. Niles. Like, there's this. There's everyone knows that. Like. People do stuff to wake up now. That's called spells. That's called witchcraft, people. Welcome to America, bub. That's called witchcraft. 
doing stuff to wake up your babies, doing spells on doctors and hospitals to make their heart rate change and get upset. Making poltergeist people. That's called witchcraft, you guys. And you guys have tried to do it all, but you're not going to beat the, the, the little. And little is in air quotes because it's really ultimate apothecary. You're just not. And it's because of my mental, psychological outlook on life. So this has been um, an episode of Da Illuminati. I hope you enjoyed. This is Joanna Morrow, and have a good night.